Our story begins with a young woman kneeling down on a dark street. Her eyes are closed and she holds a bouquet of flowers. As she opens her eyes, green particles emanate from a cast iron pipe in front of her, dancing in the night air. Something startles her down the alley and she quickly jumps to her feet. She runs in the opposite direction, still looking back. Bumping into a bystander on a busy intersecting street, she drops a few of the flowers from her bouquet. As the woman with green eyes and long brunette hair kneels down to pick them up, a particularly beautiful yellow one gets stepped on by a passerby. She slowly picks it up. She holds it up to her collared red coat close to her heart. Her green eyes look up to the sky. The woman is but a mere dot in this enormous lit up city filled with buildings and skyscrapers. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Here we go. A locomotive train barrels down the tracks at high speeds. From behind, we see a man crouched down on top of the train, his body obscured by a large sword, almost the size of the man himself. Sparks fly from the wheels and axles as they grind to a slow halt. Two armored white security officers carrying military-grade rifles stand on the platform outside the train. One signals to the other with his hand to advance. One heads to the front of the train, the other to the rear. The one headed toward the rear hears a choking noise from the other side and rushes over. Suddenly, a woman with a black ponytail flanks the soldier and performs a flying sidekick on the officer's midsection. Two men join her and they continue onward. They regroup with a large muscular man who appears to be their commander. He calls up to the soldier we previously saw with the sword on top of the train. Get down here, Merc. The soldier with blonde spiky hair does an acrobatic flip from the train to the platform below and readies his sword. Chapter 1. The Destruction of Mako Reactor 1. We now control the blonde soldier, standing on the train station next to the large commander. The dark slick street that we stand upon dimly lit by a tall clock tower above. The light shines on the black locomotive train to the right of us, as well as the scaffolding to the left of us. Numerous traffic cones and danger signs line this street. Two security officers in white armor rush us from the corner, firearms drawn. Halt! Who goes there? You're up. We, the blonde-haired soldier, draw our sword. Tutorial. The basics of battle. Use square to attack with cloud sword. Hold square to unleash an attack capable of hitting multiple enemies nearby. Sparks flies. the soldier's huge sword collides with the first security officer's armor, slashing diagonally then upward. First one falls, so. before the second one has time to react. He too is cut down by the soldier with a quick spinning slash. You gain 18 experience and 8 kill. 
The soldier moves forward, his metal sword glistening from the clock tower's light above. He heads up a short flight of stairs, onto the tile above the train station. Two more officers rush from behind a row of turnstiles. Our three companions wait for the right moment. They sneak past and over the turnstiles. Says the thin woman with a black ponytail and red headscarf. The soldier once again draws his sword and faces the two officers. Tutorial, the ATB gauge. The ATB gauge fills as time passes by attacking with square. Once the bar is full, your character can perform special actions. Charges can be used immediately or saved. Try attacking the enemy to fill the gauge. The blonde soldier launches a violent Freeze. assault on the first officer since he's flying into the turnstile. Tutorial, using the ATB gauge. You can expend ATB gauge charges to perform battle commands such as using abilities, magic, or items. Press X and try using one of the commands. Enough of this. The soldier then somersaults, sideways then launches into the air, slashing downwards, taking out the second soldier with ease. This ability was called Braver, which is a jump into the air then landing into a powerful strike. We gain 18 experience and 8 gil. Tutorial, checking data out of battle. Main menu and map. When not in battle, you can check the map, open menus, and view various kinds of information. Press options to open the main menu. Press keyboard to access the map and check your various objectives. Let's check the menu. On the map screen, you can check your current scenario objective and view lay of the land. Right now, we need to enter the reactor grounds. That's our objective. The menu looks clean. We see Cloud Strife, the blonde-headed soldier. We see his portrait. He's a level 7 per by default in the demo. We can check our spells, our inventory, the party, the manual, system, or we can purchase the game. Having a look at our inventory, we have a potion and we have ether. Potion restores 350 HP, ether 20 MP. We have 7 potions and 1 ether. Inside the old brick walls of this train station are wooden benches, soda machines, ice machines, dimly lit. We also see electronic signs providing information on incoming and outgoing trains. As the blonde soldier leaps the turnstile, two more security officers charge down a flight of stone stairs. Drop the weapon! Our comrades slip past them once again. You got this. Yeah, what he said. Avoiding attacks, guarding, and evading. You can defend against enemy attacks by pressing R1 to guard or circle to evade. A successful guard reduces the amount of damage suffered. Also charges your ATB gauge. You're coming with us! One heavy slash sideways grinds into both officers, knocks one back into the brick wall. The soldier rolls left to get better positioning as a third officer joins the melee. They fire at the soldier. He deflects the bullets with his enormous sword. He circles around them slowly, then charges, rolls, charges again, strafes. The first falls to his wide swings, and a combo of three strikes takes down the second. The third officer fires, but blocked again by the soldier's sword, and cut down by four swift strikes. Nine experience gained, and four gil for each soldier. Up the stone stairs. Interacting with the world. Use triangle to open chests or doors or to talk to people. We pull on the lid of a metal chest with neon lights on it. We obtain two potions. Construction materials and steel pipes are neatly laid out in the center of this area, on top of blue tarps. As we exit through a brick archway into the balcony, we now overlook the train that we were previously surfing on below. Tutorial. If you find boxes with the Shinra logo, press square to smash them with your sword. They contain useful items such as potions that restore HP or Mako shards that restore MP. 
destroy a handful of boxes in one strike, recover some MP with a Mako shard. The city lights above resemble stars in the night sky. Rejoining our companions in a hidden corner, the woman with the ponytail is kneeling down and working on something as the others stand guard. So what's Soldier Boy's deal? Is he one of us now? The woman's name is Jesse. He's got balls, this, uh, uh, what was his name again? Cloud. Cloud Strife. Says the thinner man whose name is Biggs. Right. And he isn't a soldier anymore. Still, he's a professional, unlike the rest of us. I'm glad to have him. <laughs> the husky man smiles and makes a thumbs up sign to Cloud, the blonde soldier. This is a one-time gig. When it's done, we're done. Uh... We overhear the conversation between Biggs and Jesse as we look around. We're a joy to work with them. Real joy to look at, too. Here we go. Looks are what people notice first. Guess I'm not on the same page as people. I'd say you're not even reading the same book. Enough. We're done here. Or even the same... Give it a rest. Cloud, the soldier we control, is wearing all black. His black fatigues are slightly baggy, tucked into his combat boots. He also wears a black tank top, one metal black pauldron on his shoulder. His pale arms are toned, wrists protected with black metal bracers. Jesse and Biggs both wear a red scarf around their forehead. Biggs wears army green, hair is jet black, messy, swept upwards. Cloud walks up to the heavier guy, whose name is Wedge. You'll keep us safe, right, Cloud? Wedge appears to be jovial, but he's fully armed. Red bandana on his head, short pants, heavy metal shoulder plates. We walk over to the one corner. We see the man who appears to be their commander. His name? Barrett. Dark sunglasses cover his eyes. He has a goatee, military-style haircut. Barrett is huge and muscular. One of his arms has been augmented into a large Gatling gun. He looks menacingly at Cloud. Pushes Cloud out of the way as he walks past. Barrett evaluates Jesse and Biggs working. Wedge approaches Cloud and says, Come on, nobody do something this crazy just for money. They may not think you're a true believer, but you know what I think? Not interested. What? Biggs and Jesse finish hacking into an entrance gate and rush inside. <laughs> Wedge. Uh, Wedge trails behind. Barrett walks, then stops. Back turned to Cloud. You better be worth the money, Merc. Every last gill. 